0: Hi there, this is Daniel Eccles, and welcome to the Learned the Opportunity Podcast. We're here to help you gain more opportunities in your personal and professional life. Today, we have a really fun guy named Mac Bruton, and he works in a very whimsical and fun industry. Uh, he is employed and works at his family company of lightuptoys.com. Light Up Toys, now you know those theme park toys that during a parade or the fireworks at night or maybe at a circus, you've seen these before. They're these little toys that light up and spin or blow bubbles. That's the kind of work that they do over at Light Up Toys. Dot com. But initially, I saw Mac at a leadership conference here in Indianapolis, and I was instantly like, I need to talk to this guy. I think that he is a, a really wise and smart guy that will be able to help you listeners find more opportunities in your personal and professional life. Their mission at LiveToys.com is to light up the world. They want to be a positive impact on the world on the people that they interact with and that's not just a a physical thing that they want to do they also want to metaphorically light up the world through the stuff that they are doing and in this episode mac will talk to us a little bit about how the new american dream is not necessarily making more money than your parents made or having any sort of financial success but it's all about fulfilling your purpose and how do you fulfill your purpose and gain opportunity? Mac takes us through one, learning how to ask open-ended questions and how that leads to opportunity. And then two, building a foundation of gratitude, which leads to more opportunities as well. He has a really uh, great information, a lot of good things to say through this whole process. So I think that you're going to have a great time listening to Mac. So let's go ahead and listen to our episode with Mac Bruton. Hi there, this is Daniel Eccles, and you're listening to the Learned Opportunity Podcast, and we're here to help guide listeners in creating more opportunities in their personal and professional life i'm here today with mac bruton he's the executive director at lightuptoys.com but i uh, was at a leadership conference at a church here in indianapolis called traders point a pretty large church uh, here in indianapolis if you're from indy area you probably have heard of or know someone that attends or has at least interacted with Traders Point Uh, and just really enjoyed a great leadership conference there. Uh, And Mac was on a panel of sorts talking a little bit about leadership and right now and and how to navigate that within the pandemic, among other things too. But so I'm just got interested in uh, Mac and wanted to hear more of his story. So I said, let's invite him here onto the podcast. (laughs) So thanks Mac for, for coming on.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Daniel, for having me and and I like I said before, I'm humbled that you would ask and I hope that what comes of this is that that others understand one thing and that is anything that I talk about has been learned, right? You know, you were talking about a learned opportunity. Everything that I have is not from my own revelation. Mm -hmm. I think it, and that's one thing that I want to talk about today, but God's been so gracious to me to, to open my eyes, whether it's through mentors, you know, church leadership Mm -hmm. conferences, through experiences that, that we've been able to go through in my professional life in my personal life, all of it's learned. And so what a great podcast, what a great resource to people that are, in a place where maybe there's a lot of uncertainty and they're trying to understand what the next step, I think what you're doing is incredible. So thanks for letting me be a part of it.
0: thank you very much. I appreciate that. give listeners a little, a cliff notes of Mac.
1: Yeah. So I am the son of an immigrant mother. My mom's from Ecuador. She moved to Los Angeles when she was 17 years old and her family started to move to well she moved to the Louisville, Kentucky area and her family started to come in after that so she has four sisters mm-hmm. and a mother that ended up moving to the Louisville area or Louisville as others like to say Louisville. Um, if you're from Louisville you say Louisville so she she's just an incredible inspiration to me just because of her courage to go take herself out of her comfort zone and go to a completely new country and then really just just build a life investing in Less of what her life was going to be about, but more more of what Mm. her, her, the next generation was going to be. And I have been so grateful uh, and great, you know, and and blessed to have gone to a great school at IU, the Kelly school of business. And then Mm. after that, I signed on to a company that my family, that we've all been building up for many, many years. Uh, The company is lightuptoys.com. And it's actually founded by my aunt and uncle who were missionaries in Ecuador. So they were missionaries in Ecuador. They started bringing arts and crafts from Ecuador when they moved back to the the states and they would travel around the Midwest and set up at festivals. And so huh. we like to say we're just glorified carnies. We were <laughs> 14, 15-year-old kids that that ended up selling goods off of carts in the middle of the streets. That's that's really that's our that's our beginnings and God has taken that to a global wholesale toy company. And so we have a, a niche that we focus on, but we, we work with a lot of entertainment companies like Disney Universal Studios and things like that to bring new innovation and in toys to life that are either mm. in our minds and they want to put you know their labels on it or creative ideas that they bring that we have a team that we can we can execute those ideas with so that's yeah. cliff notes yeah so i'm thinking
0: <laughs> of like uh i'm at the parade at, at the magic kingdom and they're going around handing out all those toys that spin and light up and blow bubbles and things like that. Is that is that light up toys
1: that's our world yep okay. that's our world so again we're, we're so grateful for the relationships that have been built mm. um Along the way, I don't get to say everything that we do, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the, that's the area. Yeah. 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 I'm sure there are contractual yes. sort of things. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. And, and what a like whimsical place to, to find yourself. Like, I can't imagine just, uh, thinking up, I'm, I'm going to do, you know, toys that light up and are, are part of a, an overall experience at a theme park or a festival or things like that. That's kind of. <laughs> mm an interesting area to get into
1: well it's funny because we we didn't realize it at the time but later on when we were working with our attorneys to file we were we were filing trademarks on just anything that we could think of just you know fun names of toys and things like that and our attorneys looked at us one day and they just said guys all you need to focus on is light up like that's your that's your brand that's who you are Let's make sure we protect that. And that trickled into what we call our light up culture now, where we understand that the lights are just a metaphor that God created. And really, our purpose is, is the same that it was, and that is to light up the world. And so every single experience that we have with somebody, whether it's a customer or, you know, kids in orphanages that we support in Uganda or Mexico or, you know, interactions with our employees or even personal life we want that to be an experience where people walk mm-hmm. away feeling um God's light and and we get to as a private company pour that in and pour that on and pretty heavy we are that that's who we are we like we say you know our mission is to light up the world and uh, we do that with the quality that we provide and and then also the culture that we're trying to build through that so it's a funny yeah. metaphor. I metaphor, think, literally
0: and figuratively, metaphorically, yeah. all of the above. It, it exactly. Multifaceted lighting up.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: So. Well, well, I'm wondering and curious, being from an immigrant family. I've been doing a little bit of research and um, seeing some things from a group called Opportunity Insights from Harvard. Mm. They focus on the American dream mm. and is the American dream still alive and well and how they're kind of defining that is the opportunity for children to make more money than their parents mm-hmm. and what they are, are showing is that over time like a child born in 1940 had 96% it likelihood of making more money than their parents did of course you're coming off of the great depression and things like that now like back the 1980s when it started dropping below 50 percent so just kind of curious your perspective as far as the american dream and like opportunity if just if opportunity is just financially based in those ways are you seeing that there's less opportunity in the united states than there used to be or do you disagree
1: I think I will bring a perspective and I know it's not everyone's perspective. Yeah. So I will yeah. start off by saying that that's such a good question. Um, if you define the American dream with a monetary value and mm. say that, I think that's accurate, that less and less the next generation is able to earn more. And I, you know, there's probably more than, more than their parents. Right. Yeah. And there's there, I won't say where I fit in on that, but. But I will say that I, I do recognize that. I think that's a reality. I also think that the definition of the American dream is not... That definition is no longer valid because I I know that there's been somewhat of an awakening that a fulfillment in fulfilling your purpose is more mm-hmm. valuable than earning uh, more money. Yeah, And I think that that is has is starting to shift or should start to shift our minds into that and the funny thing about that is is that if you do get in a position and you do find that company where you feel like you're fulfilling your purpose it seems to actually counteract and now you're doing what you love and those yeah. those that have hired you to do what you love value you more than more than you would be valued at a mm. place that you're not doing what you love so i and that's a hard you know that's a hard place to to get to but i think that's what we're, we're talking about here is how do you get there How do you find uh, a place that values you for doing what you love?
0: Where have you found either in your professional life or your personal life opportunities to have a more fulfilling life?
1: Yeah. So I will be honest and say that there's always times where it requires grit to get Mm -hmm. to the next stage. And as you go through more and more of those experiences, I think you can go one of two ways. I think you either start to appreciate when grit is needed to get to the next stage and you also start to, the other direction is you can start to become bitter about the difficult stages, uh, of growth. And, and so the, the question I think you're asking is, you know, how, or where did you find that? I think that quite honestly, in my situation, I reached out to a mentor, um, Mm -hmm. of mine. And we ended up hiring him on as our CEO. And I just started asking him questions. And I think, honestly, the deepest parts of, of my pain as as I was growing and immature, especially as a leader, and I still am, I'm still trying to learn as much as I can. Because once you once you turn the script, and I heard John C. Maxwell say this, mm. he said, once I realized that there wasn't an end time to where I became a great leader, like if you know, if it's five years or 10 years, I, I realized there wasn't yeah. a moment where I get to go, oh, I'm a good leader. He goes, and I, I turned the page and said, how far can I go in learning about leadership? That was the switch. And I think before you just assume that there's a moment in your career where you feel like you're a great leader and it's it's in, within reach, right? It's five years or something like that. Great leaders will tell you that I've been in the game for 30, 40 years is, no, that's not the case. Good leaders are always in search of learning and understanding more about whether, you know, the situations that they're dealing with or, you know, their team, the the customers that they're serving, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, the parishioners, if you're running a church, whatever it is, they are going, you know, you should always be trying to understand more about them. You know, if you are a minister, you should always be in the Bible. There's going to be a new revelation. You can read the same verse a mm. hundred times at that hundred and first time, because of the situation you're dealing with on, you know, dealing with now versus what you were dealing with in the past, that is going to give you a new revelation that you wouldn't, you, you were not prepared to receive before.
0: Mm, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I, so what I'm hearing from that is the fulfillment and the opportunity, it comes from a continual formation instead of trying to hit a specific measuring stick mm. or a goal. So instead of like, okay, I need to become a leader, I need to get to this opportunity of leadership. It, it's, okay, how can I continue to level up and continue to grow? To what stage? well i exactly. get of of being this kind of person of being a leader yeah so it, it, same thing for for opportunity what stage how much opportunity can i grow and share with other people instead of getting to mm-hmm. like okay here's the end goal or like okay once i get that first thing like i'm out yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: exactly and i think that you know th- this will go into the first piece of what i wanted to share today and I, There's three specific things, but the first one is learning how to, you know, how do you create opportunity? One of the biggest things my mentor told me and exposed me to, and now that he's exposed me to it, there's books everywhere. There's, you Google this question and, and it's, mm. it's having, learning how to ask open-ended questions. Mm. Uh, and, and there's a lot to that, but that's the first thing I want to talk about. And the second thing I want to talk about is building a foundation of gratitude for everything that you do, and that's biblical. And I'm also going to talk about a, a quote from a very special person in our industry. I think those two things will will take you mm. further than any knowledge that you can gain in a in a business class in a you know any anywhere else. And so. Than Let a degree
0: or yeah, a certification or any of exactly. those sort of things. Yeah,
1: exactly. So let's talk about open-ended questions. And first, def- I've heard it defined that an open-ended question is basically a question that is not a yes or no question. And again, I, I hope what this does is it inspires people to go research more about open-ended questions. There's no way I can give you all the tools in an hour, mm-hmm. but as you are Going through your career or getting to a point of uncertainty or starting your career or you're thinking about moving, you know, the first thing I would say is look to ask questions to those that are in specific disciplines that you are looking into. Whether it's the discipline that you're in right now and you want to learn more about that or you're looking to go to another discipline, find someone in that discipline and ask them questions, take them out to lunch you know, you don't even have to eat lunch with them, just go have a notebook and have a list of questions that you want to ask them. Mm. I have yet to find someone that says no to that. Um, and I think the reason is people actually like talking about themselves. For and what sure. They <laughs> so I've never had someone say no to that. I think they feel honored and, and humbled that that someone would come to them. and just with that, that agenda to say, I want to learn from you. i respect you. And I, I really think that I, I I could get a lot and gain a lot from an hour with you. So that's that's my first piece of advice as far as learned opportunity goes. So the way that looked in my experience is I had the, the mentor that came in. I had really looked up to him my whole life. He built a business with his father and they ended up selling that business. And so when he came in as our CEO, I was there. He I got to sit next to him and ask him, as many questions as possible not everyone is blessed with that so that's why i refer to the lunch thing ask someone out mm-hmm. to lunch mm-hmm. take them out to coffee i promise you the the 5 dollars on coffee or the the 30 bucks on lunch that you spend on this person that you look up to is nothing compared to what you'll learn in that time mm-hmm. so that's that's the first thing is just ask the question you know Hey, would you be available for lunch? You know, I'd love to ask you questions about what you do. I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this discipline. I think that's a huge, huge part of learning, you know, learned opportunities. The second piece of that is, you know, what is an open-ended question? You know, questions like, how did you get into your career? What are, you know, is there anything specific that you would tell someone like me without experience? That I could do to to get further into your career or get exposed to your career. Those types of questions that leave that are left open will do two things. One, you'll get real information that you can apply immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but secondly, you're asking someone uh, and you're telling someone that you're humble enough to listen to their advice, and that humility alone will cause them to want to help you. I think. Yeah. And whether it's in your career whether it's in your what you're doing, I think that you are building a relationship within that discipline that's going to help you get to where you want to go.
0: It's funny, there's a psychological thing that also happens with it where as soon as somebody does help you and if you're asking someone for help, our brains will tell us that if we're helping someone, we must like them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, why exactly. would I be helping this person? So exactly. if you want someone to like you, asking for help is a great way <laughs> to... Might be a little manipulative, yeah. but also <laughs> is a good way.
1: But. Well, and it's, it, I think you can, most people, not most people, I, I would say a lot of people can probably read through the fluff, but yes, but, but at the end of the day, if you're coming with a sincere heart that wants to learn, people appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And even if there's an element of, hey, if you're working in this industry and I'm interested in this industry, you know, maybe, maybe you could open the door for me somewhere. People love opening the door for people. They love being part of your growth process, especially Mm -hmm. if they're good leaders, you know, they want, they want great, humble people that would ask questions and listen to, to be a part of their industry. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, you even did that when I reached out on LinkedIn about the podcast, you asked me an open-ended question of what got you Mm -hmm. excited about or passionate about this subject of opportunity. Sort of yeah. So, I so like you're, you're practicing yeah. what you preach already
1: <laughs> well no exactly and i i think what it it communicates is i think you are more important than me mm. right and again it has to come from a sincere place but but you know you asked you reached out and asked hey would you be interested in this podcast when when i see what you're doing and what what you want to create i am interested in what you are doing you know i I am coming to you saying, I respect that. I respect your passion. And I, you know, again, what we just talked about, I want to be a part of that. You know, how Mm. can I help? Mm. (laughs) You know, I I want to help you be successful in this endeavor that you're doing. So that's what questions do. On the sales side, right? Same thing. If I am asking about uh, a product, you know, and asking someone's honest opinion about a product, what are they doing when they give feedback? they are, they're not going, do I want this product or not? They're going, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be a part of this project. And I think the same thing happens when we go to other people in an industry. When we start asking those questions, they say, Hey, I want to be a part of this project. Mm -hmm. I I see you. I see that you're interested and humble enough to, to ask these questions. I want to help you get to where you want to go. Here's your next step, you know? So thank you for bringing that up. I didn't even consider that, but that's a great piece of, of learned opportunities being able to ask open-ended questions. It communicates humility and questions are the sincerest form of listening. Yeah. You know, I want to hear you. I want to listen to you. And so I feel weird on this podcast because I feel like I'm not asking any questions.
0: But (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one that's supposed to be asking the questions here, right? (laughs) Wait, so and the second one, foundation of gratitude leads to opportunity. Talk a little bit about that.
1: So there, there's a lot of elements to this. It's founded in the truth of the Bible and, and what God's word says. And so, but I'll, I'll tell you this, Walt Disney, who, you know, I struggle to find any quotes that are religious. He says, the more you are in a state of gratitude, the more you will attract mm-hmm. things to be grateful for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'll repeat that. Walt, Dis- Walt Disney, the the guy, right? Especially in, in our industry, the more you are in a state of gratitude, the more you will attract things to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. So let me explain that. It's twofold, I think. The first part of that is that if you can even be grateful for the struggles that you go through, or the uncertainty that you're in, or the current place that you're in that you know is not where you're supposed to be, Mm -hmm. if you can find gratitude in that place, knowing that it's part of your journey, and that it's making you into the person that you will be, that is fundamental to getting to the next opportunity. Mm -hmm. If you Continue to let bitterness uh, of the struggle or bitterness, you know, o- overcome the gratitude. You will stay in that place. It's 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 almost like a self-fulfilled prophecy. And I, I'll, you know, I won't say names, but a dear friend of mine came to me and said, "I am basically stuck in this industry where." Uh, there's no opportunity, no matter how hard I work, I'm going to stay in the same place, I'm not going to earn more. So why give extra effort, I'm just going to do basically the bare minimum, they'll never know if I do great or not, I'm going to just do the work that basically they they give me and and we'll carry on, right. Mm-hmm. So and I, the the answer to that was basically, you're right. If, if that's what you feel. And if that's the industry that you want to stay in, you're absolutely right. You know, they, you know, I'm not going to, argue with you that you're wrong. However, what I can tell you is that your skill sets that you're learning and that you can be grateful for and the even the bad managers that you had, if you can start to find gratitude saying, hey, if I'm ever in that position, Mm. I'm not, you know, I'm learning what not to do, you know, you can be, you can literally find gratitude for any situation. You know, if I turn that into this state of gratitude where where first of all, you know, I'm in a position where I'm learning new skill sets or I'm in a position where, like I said, you know, you you have a bad manager, maybe that's going to allow me to, or open doors for the next opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. And I, that's always the case. If you're answering phones, you are learning a skill set. You're learning how to talk to people. If there's mad customers on the other end of the line, you're learning how to deal with conflict, which is, you know, something that is a very (laughs) valuable skill. Yeah. You you think that goes away as a director or an executive? No. It gets more, it gets even
0: more conflict. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: It gets more complex. So you're learning skill sets that are part of your journey to the next opportunity. And I think if you find gratitude in that journey, then it starts to open your mind up to, okay, this is just a part of my journey to get me to the next step. So that's one element of Mm it's finding gratitude for where you're at, but knowing that it's part of the journey to get you to where you're supposed to go. And then The other side of that is if I, let's say I go to a mentor, again, starting the conversation off with, hey, I am so grateful that you would take the time to spend with me for lunch. I can't imagine how busy you are. That level of gratitude, and again, it has to be sincere. It has to come from the heart. It it can't be manipulative, but people do want to help those that are grateful. And just like Walt Disney said, you will find more things to be grateful for if you're in a constant state of gratitude. So even you know, people that that you run into that have quote unquote, not done anything for you, shake their hand, learn about them and say, thanks for spending that time. You know, at that leadership conference, there was a guy that was sitting there watching the door and he had, you know, he was, he was buff and he had some tattoos. And uh, I just said, Hey, you know, I was walking out the door. I was like, thanks for for standing here, man. You know, if I was someone that was, was trying to get in, I would not want to mess with you. And he started going into, well, you know, I'm, I'm in the, I was in the military and this and that. So boom, what else? Thank you so much for your service, sir, man. I, you know, I I Mm -hmm. didn't even know you're in the military, but I'm so grateful that you served our country and that now you're protecting us here, you know, constant state of gratitude. And it's something that you'll see um, across the board with leaders. And I think, I think that as you're, as you're looking for that next opportunity, you never know who you're going to say something Mm -hmm. to, you know, with sincere gratitude that could be the next person that that gets you into the door that you're looking to walk into
0: a know? literal door. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. <laughs> a mindset change. You start looking for things to be grateful for when you practice being grateful. Same thing with opportunity is if you are yeah. able to have an opportunity mindset, you're going to get more opportunities or create more opportunities as well, because you're able to notice them faster. I mean, when, I was in middle school, if I had a crush on a girl, I would notice so many different things that I would not normally notice because it was always on my mind, you know, this girl's going to be in this class, yeah. oh my, okay, she, she yeah. likes this, I so I got to yeah. like that now, and, and all all the things, because I was constantly looking with that frame of mind, you know, of exactly. uh, of that girl in middle school or something. It changed Uh, my behavior and changed outcomes. (laughs) I should have been focused on school. Uh, I wasn't. So same thing with opportunity. I mean, as, as you think about it more, as you are are looking at more, like the more you're going to notice it when it does come around, the more you notice like, okay, here's an opportunity for my, for me to respond Mm. and create opportunity in this, in this moment. So, yeah. Let
1: me ask a question to you, you know, we'll, we'll do this. Um, <laughs> when you're getting a podcast started, how right. many questions are you asking? Going back to the questions, like how, how much are you reading? And it doesn't have to be to someone, but it could be Google. You could be asking Google. Oh, I like read
0: a whole book to, to like figure it out and which gave me even more questions. And I attended a virtual podcast seminar yeah. for how to start a podcast, which also gave me more yes. questions. And <laughs> just, it just yeah. continues to lead on and on and on, but yeah
1: yeah that's why we started first with that because fundamentally if you're looking for learned opportunities you know asking being humble enough to to say i don't know anything about this but that doesn't you know stop me and i think that's why i love having the gratitude segment after that because Mm. once you start asking questions i mean how many people said no i'm not going to talk to you about that or Or, you know, Google's not going to tell you no, but but you (laughs) get what I'm saying. When you
0: buy the book, they're not going to tell you, no, don't buy the book, right? Yeah. (laughs) But Uh, it's even just being grateful for, uh, there were places in which, I mean, I'm in the podcast studio at my co-working space right now. That is something that is just an option that uh, I'm grateful mm -hmm. for. Not everybody has that. And so I pass it, it's literally right next door to my office is, the creative studio. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to see it every day as I walk by and it starts getting you into the questions of the, what would it take for me to start a podcast and, yeah. oh, they're doing a podcast seminar through the co working space and and trying to help people figure that out. That's great. I wonder, wonder what I would even talk about on a podcast or things like that. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. It's beautiful. And, and so that's, that's the second thing is finding that place of gratitude and, and all things. And it's not, it's not a blindness to the uh, situations that are maybe tough. It's, it's really just finding gratitude for them that they're making you the person that you're supposed to be. Mm. And I think, again, the mind will take you one of two ways. You will either find gratitude in it, or you'll become bitter. I guess you could come complacent, which is even worse, I would think. But, but, Mm. (laughs) but I think that, that that's the two directions that the mind will go. You'll, you will either be able to find gratitude in it or become bitter and, you know, and, and even opportunities, I'm not saying don't be, I'm not saying be blind to opportunities for improvement, but be grateful for those. I often take that to my team when they bring something to me that they are so frustrated with, I say, you know, thank you so much. You know, you, mm-hmm. you are bringing this opportunity for improvement and I want you to take that energy that you feel from that stress and turn that into something that can motivate you to be a part of the solution. And, and I'm here to remove any barriers to, to what that solution looks like. You know, you tell me and I'll, we'll go kick down some doors. You know, I, I'm grateful that you're bringing up these opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. So I think as leaders and and even if you're in a position that, that leader isn't listening to those opportunities, you know, I guarantee you that if you can bring this in a, in a heart of gratitude and, and thank them profusely for their leadership, even if they're not great leaders, Find something to thank them for and say, hey, and, and by the way, here's a couple of things I think we can improve on our team. I would love to be a part of that change. Again, learning opportunities, that's just uh, a part of you know that fundamental piece of gratitude. And, mm. and if you can take that to the next level and actually ask your leader questions and let them think that the idea to improve this piece is theirs, now you're off to that's that's the next level of uh, internal sales and selling. And
0: gosh, wouldn't that make them feel good? And and who was the one that was helping them to feel better about yeah. the, the work that they're doing? It's you. Oh man, I like <laughs> you. You come along with me, and more exactly. opportunities are given.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that for sure I would say can get a little manipulative. But um,
0: <laughs> that's my but mo. I, I always have to work on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You know, asking your leader, hey do you think there's a better way to communicate this piece of information Mm -hmm. that keeps getting missed? You know, (laughs) the the truth is, yes, there's a better way. So hearing your leader say that, and then say, well, what do you think a good way is? Maybe it's the way that you're thinking or maybe it's not. Um, But if you're a part of that solution and you help them fix that and and they get the credit for it, Hey, let them have the credit for it. You know, if you give your leader, allow your leader to have enough credit, they're going to be looking to you for, as you said, to go to the next level with them,
0: so. And you know that mindset switch from bitterness to to gratitude. If you have a problem and there's bitterness or apathy, complacency, things like that, the problem just remains a problem and the focus is Mm -hmm. gonna always be on the problem. But with gratitude, problems become an opportunity for creativity and curiosity and invention and life and redemption there's there's something that can change and that's exciting and that's fun and that's yes. that's what we all want and that's the 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 result of opportunity is a more satisfying and fulfilled life but that doesn't come without there being something in which to solve to fulfill yes to yeah. you know bring back together it's been separated and it needs wholeness to to be redeemed and brought back into an original, like a goodness and mm. everything so yeah. yeah
1: and i think our god is so faithful because there's no other way for us to to learn and grow in these moments you know and I think about Romans eight eighteen. It says, "For the sufferings of this present time can't be compared to the glory that sh- shall be revealed in us." And I think about that, and it's the same thing. These sufferings that you're going through are part of your future glory. You know that that mindset means that anytime I face a struggle, I can find gratitude because I know there's going to be glory on the back end of it. And and I I'm just I want to make sure that that people know this is not new. I'm not bringing anything new, those that are writing books about this all over the place, you know, it's, it's been, it's been written a couple thousand years ago. I promise you. So the principles are are tried and true. And so
0: evidence-based too, (laughs) lots of evidence-based stuff on that. Yeah. 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 That's great. Well, any questions since you're really good at at that, that you wish, I would have asked you
1: good thought. Let's see if I'm listening, what's my next step, mm. right? And I think we'll call this the third part of the segment. So we, we talked about asking open-ended questions and we talked about gratitude. Gratitude is more of a mind state of mind versus an actionable point. But I do think it it is, it is actionable in the sense that we can say these things out loud and find things to be grateful. But anyway, asking open-ended questions. So I think a next step would be go find a person that you respect in an industry that you want to be in and ask them if they have time for lunch. And if they don't respond, go find the next person, you know, a coffee, lunch. I guarantee you, if you went through 10 people, at least one would say yes. The other next step I would say is do things for free for two reasons. The first reason is that it is life giving there is this funny psychological thing that when we're getting paid to do something it puts a lot of pressure on us mm. when mm. when we go do something by our own will for free whether it's serving at your church or going to you know I, let's say you want to get into some industry you can find things to serve and it is life giving it gives you energy to do things that are by your own mm. will and some and within an industry or within an area that you love. I think that that is so key. Go do something for free. And then the other beautiful thing that happens with that is you will start to meet people that are like-minded that you can ask good questions to, right? Uh (laughs) Like you'll just a cycle. We can can just cycle through here, (laughs) you know, and you can tell them how grateful you are for the experience to serve for free. And I guarantee you, there's a lot of people looking for that type of heart, that yeah. type of servant heart in their companies and in their industry. So that would be the two, you know, how can I apply this today? I, You know, it's like you go through hours and hours and credit hours of classes. And sometimes you just have literally have no application at the end of a four-year degree. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. how can you apply, apply this today? Find 10 people that you respect, whether they're in your network or not, reach out to them. And say, can I take you to lunch? I'd love to learn more about what you do. I, I really look up to you and I'd be so grateful that if you could spend that time with me. And I think that I think that the next step to that would be writing down a list of questions that could get them opened up and and maybe expose some opportunities that that might be there. And then go find something to do in that industry for free. And, you know, whether, you know, if you want to get into developing, you know, tell your buddy you'll develop his website for free, you know, as long as he pays for the Shopify account, you know, who, who cares? Like if you want, whatever it is you want to do, I promise you, you can find a free yeah. way to do it. And, and you are what you're getting paid in terms of the, the knowledge that you're gaining and the, you know, is, is invaluable. So,
0: I mean, um, that's a, I, I mean, thinking back to another person we had on the podcast, Nikki Burt, and she found one of her first opportunities because she, was interested in this company and liked what they did, this magazine in town, and just went and said, hey, can we have a conversation? And how can I help for free? Oh, we need some help with a couple of events and all this other (laughs) stuff. Eventually just kind of leads to to other things. Wow, I'm really grateful I got to help with your yeah. events. This is so cool. I love what you guys are doing yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's like, well, yeah. we actually have a job available for you right now. Too. It's like, well, wonderful. So
1: exactly. That's exactly.
0: a great way. Yeah. Well, and if I someone, promise, Oh yeah, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say, I promise you're, you're not too busy. I promise that if you looked at the screen time on your phone, those six <laughs> hours, you know, or 12 out, whatever it is a week that you're on your phone, use yes. that time instead. And, and you know, fill that with opportunities that time you're on netflix or disney plus whatever it is you know that you're filling your time with things that are not and i'm not saying never do that you got to decompress sometimes but see if you can with the the these lunches and uh, doing things for free for for the industries that you want to be in
0: yeah that's great well if someone wants to have lunch with you how would they connect with you mac
1: yeah yeah feel free to reach out to me my personal email is bru T-O-N-M-A-C at gmail.com, mac at gmail.com. And so that'll keep the the other email addresses focused on what I got to do there. But yeah, feel free (laughs) to reach. I'd love to encourage you. I'd love to to talk about where you're at, pray with you, whatever it is that you need in that moment. And if it's a nudge, I'm so happy to nudge people in in that direction. I'll finish this segment with, we talked about my good friend who was in that position that Mm. he thought he he Mm. wouldn't get out of Within two weeks, I kid you not within two weeks, he had earned a new opportunity paying twice as much. And I'm not like, I promise you, I'm not embellishing this story, paying twice as much with shares offered for the company and a bonus. If you know, he was able to meet the, the, if he was able I can't even. Like a standard
0: bonus. If he was able to meet a certain goal. Yeah. I'm yeah,
1: it, I think it was like 15% if he was able to hit his goals for the year. And it, because that it, that company value, and this is a really funny piece of the, I'll, I'll go back to the questions. Always ask this question and, and do it with a heart of gratitude. So when the recruiter asked him to come do the interviews, he said, sure, you know, and they offered those pieces. Well, when they made the offer, they didn't put the shares or the bonus on there. And the question he asked was, hey, that's, you know, I understand uh, that's their offer, but do you mind asking them, opening a question, do you mind asking them why they they came to me in the beginning and and offered this? And at, at this point, is it because they don't value me or um, is is it something else? And they, the recruiter comes back and he says, hey, you know, their answer is basically, we'll give you the 15% bonus at the end of the year, the shares that, that, that we said that were a possibility, you know, <laughs> one question, right? Like it, so just to tie it all together, that, that is a real story. Again, I don't, am not going to give names of who it was, but that, that is the real life yeah. uh, piece of of what we're talking about here. So.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, life is supposed to be abundant. We're not supposed to be stuck in, in this bitterness or apathy, mm-hmm. complacency or anything like that. And there's mm-hmm. always a way for more satisfaction, fulfillment. I believe that that goodness comes through Christ. Yeah. I mean, that's the abundant life right there, but that is available to anyone. I'm really grateful, Mac, that you, you came on. It's really great to to meet you officially. I appreciate that your willingness to, to just chat about these ideas of opportunity so i realized that 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 takes some time and and effort to prepare so so thank oh, you very like,
1: much like i said in, in the first message you know I'm, i would love to hang out with you i'd love to learn about what you're doing and how you're helping others fundamentally we're here to serve others mm-hmm. and and i gotta mention this you're right you know, we can't, no matter what we're going through, we can be grateful, uh, that we have breath today that we, you know, the limbs that we have, you know, maybe not everyone listening has all of those, but I, it's incredible to see someone that, you know, I have a friend that doesn't have his hand, both hands from, from the elbow down and both legs have been amputated. And, Mm -hmm. and he's, he's the most grateful person I know, you know, he loves to come to work with us. So, um, you know, you can always find something to be grateful for, uh, even if it's just the breath for that day and and i'm grateful for you daniel seriously thank you for serving others in the way that you do i think it's a huge need right now and uh, i would i will definitely point others to you as as you know these things come up and as people hit these struggles in life and i pray my prayer is that they find gratitude and peace and knowing that their struggle is eventually going to turn into uh, glory in the form of Mm. the person that they've always wanted to become that struggle is making them into that person and you know I, h- how much more grateful can we be for that? So.
0: Yeah, there, you know, as long as we're breathing, there's still opportunities. So, well, thanks, Mac, and listeners, thank you yeah. for just taking the time in your car. Yeah cooking a little bit of dinner, uh, whatever it is that you're doing, we appreciate that. It's a privilege to just be able to talk about these ideas and hopefully God's glorified through this and hopefully you find more opportunities in your personal and professional life to have a satisfying and abundant life. So we'll see you next Friday as uh, another episode of Learned Opportunity Podcast comes out.